0: Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. Where we give you information and education on senior caregiving topics. My name is Ryan McInnes. I am here with my co-host Janet. Janet, what is going on?
0: Oh, we're just having a great old time. Oh, we yeah, have we, are. We, oh, this... we have new toys. We have uh, we're getting used to our our new mics and better sound, and we're really going to town with it. Yes,
1: we are. As yes, well, we better not fold because I don't know what I'm going to do with all this equipment if we don't need it anymore. I don't have a Garage Band to use it for. I'm going to have to just do a podcast talking about myself if if uh, this doesn't work out, you know.
0: Nah, no, never we'll happened. happened. Never,
1: we'll be okay. Anyways, today's topic is we're going to be talking about eight things to know about falls and seniors. But before we get in that, I want to give you a quick tip, kind of a new thing that we're going to be doing at the beginning of every episode. One thing that I think has been really good um, that we did was on uh, our blog at, over at Minute Women Home Care. If you go into Google and you type in the 50 best caregiving tools, you'll see our Uh, our blog come up and a quick tip. If you are a family caregiver and you want to get, understand some tools that are out there on the internet, this blog will do an outstanding job for you. It will talk to you about general tools, cost of care payments, talk about hospitals and doctors, assisted living facilities, nursing homes, home care, VNA, adult day, Alzheimer's and dementia, some different forums that you can go to. It's a bunch of great tools that you can look at and uh, find information and resources on specific topics that might pertain to you and what your needs are. So you can go over to Google, type in uh, the 50 best caregiving tools. Our blog will come up, and that will give you a ton of resources to check out. Just a quick tip for you. Another thing before we get into it, if you wouldn't mind, clicking on that subscribe button, clicking on that like button, giving us a five-star rating, giving us maybe a four-star rating, one-star and two-star ratings, just hang up the phone. Don't listen to us. If you don't like us, we, you know, I'm sorry. I wish we did a better job, but we want those five and four star ratings because we, you know,
0: we think we do a pretty good job. We do a good job here. We try to do a good job. We want our ego struck And so we're going to
1: beg and plead and hopefully we can get some of those five star ratings. So it would be greatly appreciated if you do that in all seriousness. If you don't, we won't take it personally. We do appreciate (laughs) you listening in one, one way or another as Jenna cries over there. So today we are talking about Eight things to know about falls in seniors. And I would—I I think we can say that the common, there's one or two common denominators for basically every case that we get, and it's either dementia or it's falls. It's that safety awareness where somebody does not realize that they cannot be going up and down the stairs on their own anymore at 2 o'clock in the morning, and they're going to have a fall. And even though they've had three falls already.
0: They're not counting.
1: It's not counting. Doesn't matter. I'm fine. I'm fine. Aging
0: obstacles—they exactly. just don't go well together. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so, with falls being one of the biggest reasons why seniors are in hospitals, seniors go to rehab centers. While, why you know, in our last podcast about family caregiving, you know, there's a huge reason why family caregivers are unpaid because they need to provide care for a for a loved one that's had falls. We wanted to talk about eight things you should know, eight statistics, eight tidbits, whatever you want to call them about falls and seniors. The first one, and the, the, I mean, I only pick the statistics that I'm sitting there reading through. i going, really? That's insane. <laughs> 80, 87% of all fractures in the elderly are due to falls. And two-thirds of them will also fall again within six months of their original fall. Yep. Eighty-seven percent of all fractures in the elderly are because. The elderly
0: of don't bounce so well. Apparently not. L- little kids, they, they bounce. They're closer to the ground to begin with.
1: And the more I read these statistics, not to just be selfish, but the more I'm worried about myself. As you should be. I mean, I'm six foot six. Big men fall hard. So when That's I'm true. old and and can't... gravity works. Oh, gravity works. <laughs> so like the five foot four guy probably doesn't have as much momentum going down as the six foot six guy. So I'm probably going to break – I'm going to break something bad. I hope not, but I'm kind of a little worried about that. But 87% of all fractures – and you know of those 87% of the people that have fractures, 100% of them are going to a hospital. Mm-hmm. And then most of them are going to a rehab facility.
0: Or they don't tell anybody. Oh, well, that's true. And that's then true. things
1: that's get – Yep,
0: that's a problem too.
1: Well, that's, that's your first statistic on 87% of all fractures in the elderly are due to falls. And so when an older person falls – um, they stay in a hospital is twice as long as other older patients. So when you have a fall, you're in the hospital for a lot longer than other people are on average in the in the hospital from. And that reminds me of a case we had recently where a gentleman left the hospital because he had a fall. Mm-hmm. And he, when when we saw him, when he got, well, I saw him because I was out there at night. And then the next morning, this guy was weak. He was he was disoriented. He was confused. He was in no shape to be on his own whatsoever. I mean, what do you generally see when people are leaving hospitals, especially after falls and things like that?
0: Well, if they've been in the hospital for any length of time, they haven't been out of bed much. So like you say, they're weak. Their Their balance is probably not that good or certainly wasn't as, as good as it, it was at one time. Mm-hmm. And they're... Um, Another thing especially is if you fall, think about it. If you touch the stove and you burn yourself, you, you, look, you look for a hot stove before you put your hand down the next time. If you've had a fall, people tend to look down. They're looking for something in front of them that might cause them to fall. Yeah. And in do that, they, in, in turn, they end up tumbling over because they're looking down.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 it's overall, it's, it's, it's an issue. And so that brings us into kind of another one, which we kind of talked about it with, with when they leave hospitals, they're usually weaker, they're disoriented. We kind of got ahead of ourselves, or I did. But that also leads to a fact of that the the senior will think that they they have the ability to do a lot more things than they really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about being in the bed. They haven't you know moved around much. They're weaker. They haven't used their legs as much. But additionally, they've had somebody help them to the bathroom, maybe help the, somebody use the bathroom, use the shower. All their food has been brought to them. All their medication is brought to them.
0: They have been hydrated. They have been given fluids on a regular basis.
1: Absolutely. So when you get, they get into the, they think that, hey, I'm good. I'm fine. Superman. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden they get into the situation where they're home and they're alone or they have, you know, an inadequate amount of help for them all of a sudden reality hits, and that's, and that's again, where these readmissions come back.
0: Absolutely. You know, and when someone's in the hospital, you know, the industry, the healthcare industry has spent billions of dollars having beds the right height, doorways the right width, safety bars everywhere, yeah. and you get home and you're home, <laughs> you know, and you don't have those things, and maybe your bed is low, maybe your mattress is soft, maybe your doorway is narrow, and... You suddenly find that you're not doing quite as well as you thought you were.
1: Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from on that. Um, you know, that's a good point. You know, sometimes people don't think the billions of dollars put into the engineering behind these products to only find out that none of those products are in your home when when you arrive, and that makes recovery that much harder. Yep. You know, it's 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 those things. So another another statistic. It's not even a statistic. It's just common knowledge in. The industry that in the fall business, yeah, in the fall <laughs> business, that that I think would be surprising that you wouldn't realize people would would say, but like you know nobody wants to think that their parent lies, right? Nobody lies, and and you know what you know we're not talking about outright lying, we're talking about lying by omission, and what I mean that is is your parents, your the seniors, we're talking about your parent right now will not report falls to you. And and they will not talk about them, and they will not tell you that they've had that fall, especially if they've been able to recover somehow on their own. That's right. They are afraid of the fear of losing their independence. They're afraid that they're all of a sudden going to be coddled like a child, and that they're going to lose the life that they become accustomed to, where they can live on their own, by themselves, Without people having to worry about them, without having the calls to check in all the time, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And if they suspect that you know they may be telling fiblets, they get even better at it. And they'll tell you less and less. Yep. And I will... Not name family members to protect the guilty, but I've gone through that myself, where I find out, you know, a while later, and it's like, how did this happen? Yeah. Oh well, um, but it's okay now.
1: Yeah, it's okay now. Well, now I yeah. know because. I gave my homework. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and and a telltale sign, and just another quick quick tip, is if you notice there has been a change, or you're getting reports that there's been a change in your parents' social life. How often they're going outside, how often they're meeting up with friends, if they start to become more introverted, where they're more homebound rather than being out and about part, that is, that is a red flag. That is a symptom of somebody who's had falls and the reaction is the less I'm on my feet and it's true, the less they're on their feet, the less likely they're going to have a fall. I mean, it's completely understandable But one of the things that happens not only is their quality of life goes down because they're not getting that social interaction that we need as human beings, but the less they use their legs, the weaker they get. That's right. And the more likely they are to have a fall when they are using their legs. So then all of a sudden by being less active, they're increasing their risk of a fall when they happen to walk around the house.
0: Yeah, or they're, they're sending you in the wrong direction with some of the comments they're making. They tell you to cancel the morning newspaper because they really aren't interested in reading anymore. So now you're thinking maybe they've got problems with their vision and you're worried about getting them to the eye doctor when the reality is they're afraid to step out on the porch because they think they might trip and fall picking up the paper. You know, So it's, it can be very indirect, subtle yeah. kinds of things. Um, or you notice that um, laundry isn't getting done. Well, you know, it's not – everybody doesn't have laundry on the main floor. You know, most houses in New England, the washer and dryer are down in the basement. Well, if they're afraid of the stairs, and they have a good right to be afraid of a lot of basement stairs, that's why they're not doing it as much. But they're – I'm fine. Nope. I just – I'll get to it.
1: I'm 34 years old, and I'm scared of my girlfriend's basement stairs. <laughs> Those things are – I'm scared of both her stairs. Even her stairs going upstairs is – her stairs going upstairs. Her stairs going to the second floor – Or even steep where like you you go down them and if you have socks on and you slip, you're going to hurt. So, I mean, you know, I'm able-bodied, big, strong guy and I'm like, oh, these stairs are iffy at best. Yeah, you go some
0: places and they have these or into certain um, buildings. They have a wide staircase, but there aren't rails. And I had a, a shoulder injury years back and where I had worked at the time, there was a wide staircase and I could go down one side because I could hold the railing. There was no railing on the other side. Yeah. I was terrified. And I was like, you sissy. Yeah. But, you know, you had a fall. You remember it.
1: Absolutely. So another, another one to, to know about, kind of another uh, interesting statistic, and I have no numbers to back this up because I know there's somewhere out there, but uh, bathrooms and kitchens, that's where the falls occur. That's where you need to be most concerned with falls. Anywhere where there's slick surfaces and there's water, is a recipe for a fall. And I would say the bathroom's probably number one, and then the kitchens are number two. But you're yeah. more clinical, Jenna. What do you think?
0: Well, in the bathroom, too, there's the water. There's, I know what you're going to say already. There's, there's the rugs. Yep,
1: that's what I was going to say.
0: But the one that a lot of people don't notice is the powder. And ladies mm. love dusting powder or, you know, baby powder or whatever. That on a hard surface is slicker than water. And Hmm. you will just go down so fast. So, you know, it's one of those things that someone wants to smell nice, especially if they choose not to wash as often as they should. It's like, we'll just perfume it a little bit. Dusting powder is deadly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I never would have thought about that in a million years. Wow. Men, but what? What is it? Uh, men are from Venus, women are from Mars, or whatever. it is. There's, there's your example. Like, what? Yep. Dusting powder. What would ever need that? Um, but that makes sense. Like you, you know, that product or whatever, anything that gets on that floor that makes it more, more, more uh, slick. Um, I would highly recommend. Like the 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 second you think of parent's stability's a little off. Rip up those rugs, rip, and I mean, sorry, not rip up the rugs, throw rugs, get rid of them, throw oh. them out. Whether they are a throw rug, whether they are a, a big rug, get rid of them. They're a, they're, a, I mean, if, or don't, and then you're going to be paying me money. But that's the reason why people we've gotten business because people trip on those throw rugs. Yep. Um, put grab bars in anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't matter. Look at the look at the um, staircase. Um railing is it one of those flimsy ones or would it be worthwhile to have a contractor to come over handyman come over and put in like a steel dead bolted into not dead bolted but bolted sturdy. into the studs to make sure that thing is sturdy
0: absolutely i can't count the number of people that will ask us if the caregiver can take mom and dad for a walk after lunch and i hate to sound like i'm i'm being negative but my first thought is How's the access in and out of the house? Stepping up, stepping down, out the door. Is there one of those metal rails that's sturdy or not sturdy? How are the stairs and walkways? Take them for a walk down the sidewalk. There's a tree stump that's made the the walkway uneven. You know, so it's one of those things that just because of what we do, I think of it automatically. Yeah. But it's like, those are things, a harmless go for a walk on a sunny day. You know, you got to be careful.
1: Got to be very careful and. And so don't be afraid, you know, don't be afraid put in those grab bars. I mean, think about it. The, those grab bars, let's say you spend, let's just say, let's say you spend a thousand bucks on grab bars and installation, having somebody go out and do it. It might even be on the high end. I don't know. You put, is on the high. you put grab bars everywhere. You put them in the bathroom. You put them in the upstairs, downstairs bathroom. You put a. You spend put in a bunch of money. You know, put some of that money towards a really sturdy railing so that they can get up and down the staircase. You can book grab bars in the hallway. You can book. Gra- and anywhere. it doesn't
0: have to look like a facility.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to look like a facility. But here, my point is, you spending a thousand bucks on grab bars might prevent you from spending ten grand a month with me. Absolutely. There's. The, I mean yeah at this point in time when somebody gets older it's it costs money it just does and so once you get into the system of hospitals, nursing homes, assisted livings, or private home care, you're gonna spend money so my feeling is putting a little bit of money up on preventative preventing this is could be could could save you tens of thousands of dollars now you never know if it does right because you're never you you do You that. don't know what you saved. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what you saved because you don't <laughs> you know, know how many times spent. it saved you, but yep. but my feeling is is that 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 money that you can put into um, grab bars and and some basic things, even if it ends up being a thousand or 2000 bucks is chump change compared to getting 24-hour care or paying for two or three years out of pocket at a sniff, you know, that's charging you 7 grand a month. Yep. Whatever it might be.
0: And that's a good way to sell to a family member that wants to live alone. Yeah. You know, to say to them, uh yeah you- I need to have the bars. You want to stay here? You need to have the bars, and they may fight you for it. But I bet if you peeked in the window, you'd find they were using it when Absolutely. they didn't think you were around. Absolutely,
1: just like they won't tell you that they they fell in the first place. Well, I don't use those bars, and they're holding on to dear life. Yeah. So I mean, it's just something you know. I, I understand that thousand a thousand or two thousand dollars is isn't chum change to everybody, but I'm just putting in the perspective of that upfront cost is 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 small in comparison to what you, you could end up paying over a long period of time for care.
0: There are a lot of almosts yep. that don't have to happen.
1: Absolutely. Um, so one thing I didn't know that falls, I don't know if you knew this either. Let me know. Falls are the most common cause of traumatic brain injury in seniors. I mean, yep. I guess that makes total sense, right? Because yep. seniors aren't driving as much and they certainly aren't driving very fast. True. <laughs> True. Um but in all seriousness, if they're not out and about driving as much, well how would they cause brain injury? Well we'll be falling and banging your head off of something.
0: And as you age, your brain shrinks. Some of us, I think our brain shrinking sooner than expected, but that's (laughs) the way it is. But when your brain shrinks and then you have a fall, it's not just that you hit your head, your brain's bouncing around inside because it's smaller. It 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 fits tight when you're young. You know, you notice little babies have big heads. And then they, um, you know, it kind of shrinks more proportionally as you get older, but it's because people bang their head, their brain bangs inside their head that causes the trauma. It's, it's not just cause you saw what they hit. So that's why you'll hear, um, um, unobserved falls this is like a phrase you hear in nursing homes and other places. It's like if somebody fell and you didn't see them, did they bang their head? Yeah. The, the, it may not be a bruise, but they could have banged the their head. Did the tree fall? And did yeah, that make noise? that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so,
1: and and on top of this, with, with all of this, and some people might be out there thinking, well, you know, that's not going to happen to me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it will. Everybody, well, it, not that only will happen to you, but everybody's involved in this because 75% of all those hospital visits, all that rehab, the 50 plus billion dollar industry that is Senior Falls gets reimbursed by Medicare.
0: We're paying for it. We're all paying for
1: it. So, you know, it's not just that um, it happens to individuals or that family over there. Everybody's taxpayers are going towards this issue because, um, you know, almost every single senior is on some type of Medicare or Medicaid services because why wouldn't you be? It's 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 no out-of-pocket cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know that, you know, it's a huge industry and it's a, and I mean what, by industry, it's a huge uh, cost for hospitals and all these different rehab centers. It's not necessarily an industry, but it's fifty plus billion dollars are spent every year on senior falls, and the vast majority of that is covered by the the government, which is covered by us, the taxpayers. So I thought that was an interesting thing to to remember. Um, because I didn't really think about it in those terms. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: Think of the billions they're spending on um, head injuries for athletes and equipment for athletes, and they're focusing on that. Well, there's a little old lady with no helmet on yeah, (laughs) and their brains bruised. So what I'm hearing, Janet,
1: is we need to come up with fashionable helmets for the senior population. Exactly. All right, we're closing down, Minute Women. We're we're starting a startup. There you
0: go. I I have to say just a a funny comment. I was over at uh, Mass General, which is a very large hospital, and I'm going through the lobby, and there was this woman who was – Uh, clearly well off and impeccably dressed and she must have been a fall risk. She was wearing a velvet riding hat. It was a hard hat but it looked very classy. So she knew to protect her head from falls.
1: (laughs) Whatever you got to do, right, at the end of the day. So, and and
0: finally in wrapping it up, um, falls,
1: as you can imagine, if it can lead to a traumatic brain injury, it can lead to to broken bones. And 95% of all hip fractures are from falls. And interesting enough, these falls, from what they said, were side to side, not front to back, which yep. I mean, why is that?
0: Well, your your tendons and all, as they get weaker, it's that lateral motion. All right. I mean, you look at people, anybody from the Boston area that follows Pedroya, who hasn't been playing for the Red Sox, one of the reasons he's had such a hard time is baseball's not a game where you just run forwards and backwards. It's the lateral and they, they lose that strength.
1: Oh, right. And
0: also what happens is there are a number of people, they don't fall and break something. They have osteoporosis or a bone thinning or some other issue where the bone breaks and causes them to fall. So people think they were a klutz and it was really they didn't drink enough of their milk and whatever when they were younger huh. and they have thin bones.
1: Yeah, I've heard that before as well. Yep. You know, and that's interesting because you you think how do they know that? Because you know, like they must be able to see it somehow in the in the break or whatever, and the, the, mm-hmm. the, the studying of what the break looks like because, you know, this says, you know, 95% of those hip fractures are from falls. Well, maybe the hip fracture was uh, already there and you fell because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess either way, at the end of the day, you've got a broken hip and that's not a good thing.
0: And that's why they do bone density testing so much more now. And it tells you you're more fragile, but it isn't always something you can do something about.
1: All right. And so... And so, but also just to, to remind people, you know, the other, the other thing that this can lead to is it can lead to broken wrists, broken ankles, um, broken arms. Um, so, you know, when people put out their arm to, to, to block that yep. fall, that's where those, those injuries can, can, um, occur. So, it, you know, it becomes more, more, even more dangerous. And, and one of the, the final things when you're on blood thinners, um, you know, you're dealing with, with. Uh, a brain bruise where there's bleeding and then you're on Coumadin or whatever it is because you've had a heart attack or whatever reason you need it. I mean, a lot of people are on blood thinners and then all of a sudden you don't start stop bleeding and you need to go to the hospital. We've, we've had, we've seen that firsthand um, as well where it's like, well, you know, we need to, we need to get you checked out. So if you're on blood thinners and somebody bumps their head and they seem fine, well, Yep. If you weren't on blood thinners, you probably would be fine. You can just walk it off, right? But if you're on blood thinners, you need to get that MRI to make sure that there's no brain, brain bleeding that's going to, you know, not just continue, but there's right. nothing going on. So it's, Yeah, it's I mean, the whole, to,
0: the whole point of a blood thinner is to prevent blood from clotting and having a clot cause serious damage but as a result you cut yourself you're going to bleed more absolutely or internal bleeding that nobody sees
1: so there you go folks there's some uh things about um fall some statistics and information about falls that we thought would be worthwhile for you to know um you know, just something to to think Invest about. In bubble wrap. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> just right. wrap everybody up.
1: Oh my gosh, that reminds me of some crazy skits I've seen on YouTube. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, like skateboarders jumping off of like a two story building wrapped in bubble wrap to see if they still make it down. There,
0: there you go. The guy in the bubble wrap suit because he couldn't afford insurance. There
1: you go. There <laughs> you go. Why Why use a Why use a seatbelt? There you um, go. Anyways, thank you very much for listening. If you have the time, give us subscribe. Give us great ratings. We appreciate that. And we will see you on the next one. And again, I hope you're enjoying the lovely sounds of our new podcasting material. It's so
0: smooth move, getting
1: smooth, this. Smooth, smooth equipment. There you go. But with that being said, we will see you on the next one. And we do appreciate your uh, patronage and your listening. So we will catch you on the next one. Thank you very much. Have a good day.